The Automotive News Canada podcast is brought to you by Diamond Coat. Did you know Diamond Coat has a 96% claims approval rate? This translates into happy customers and repeat service business. But really, you get much, much more when you become a Diamond Coat dealer. Advantages like in-house chemical manufacturing, product fulfillment, bilingual claim support, and a highly experienced team with decades of F&I experience. Visit diamondcoat.com to get started. Diamond Coat, we've got you covered. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the October 22nd, 2021 episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. I'm your host, Greg Layson, the digital and mobile editor here at Automotive News Canada. Well, what started out as a bad news story for the Canadian auto industry a week ago might just be for the best after all. Stellantis on October 15th said it would transition its Windsor, Ontario minivan plant into a one-shift operation in April 2022. But after a whirlwind of meetings, the union representing workers there says the automaker remains committed to a new product and a third shift in Windsor. We'll find out what has to happen to make that become a reality when I speak with Unifor Local 444 President David Cassidy, Sam Fiorini of Auto Forecast Solutions, and we'll hear from the Ontario Premier Doug Ford on this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. Cassidy says he was initially taken back by Stellantis's decision to cut a shift in Windsor, resulting in the loss of 1,800 jobs. So he quickly scheduled a 6.30 a.m. Eastern meeting with executives on October 18th. I asked him how that meeting went. They've committed that they're coming back to three shifts. Uh, they committed to product. Uh, don't know what that product is. But, I mean, I hammered them pretty hard on, uh, you know, telling us, you know, making some type of an announcement where we are and, and, you know, putting people at ease because there's a lot of anxieties out there these days. But I felt a lot better uh, yesterday after talking to the employer. After meeting with Stellantis Brass, Cassidy had an in-person one-on-one with Ontario Premier Doug Ford, who told him the province is willing to help pay for a $1.5 billion upgrade at Windsor Assembly Plant. The Premier is uh, pushing as well. Um, because we know that the money from the feds in the province is there. So, so the commitment from the Canada is there. We need to, we need to have Stellantis uh, step up and, uh, you know, make, make an announcement so we can make a collective announcement, put some people at ease. What exactly Stellantis will announce and build in Windsor remains an unknown. But Sam Fiorani, the vice president of global vehicle forecasting at Auto Forecast Solutions, was able to shine some light on what might lie ahead. Since it's crucial to the negotiation for the next contract, this will this will be very protective information from Stellantis. Right. But they do have a product planned for that plant. The new product for Windsor is not a fully electric vehicle but an electrified vehicle with hybrid, a hybrid drivetrain. And uh, it is actually a product relocated from another plant. Uh, there's a big shakeup within Stellantis North America to move products around and right-sized plants. But Fiorani made it clear, nothing is a guarantee. The last contract in 2020 promised this investment, including a new vehicle on a new platform by 2024. Unfortunately, 2024 is the next contract for Unifor. Mm-hmm. So this, this will come up in the next contract re- renegotiations because of mar- changing market conditions. And uh, it gives 
Stellantis a, a, a stand to say, there's just not a market for these vehicles anymore. Unless you make concessions or changes, we're going to have to move uh, product somewhere else. It just gives them that out. We'll be right back after this short break. Diamond Coat has been a leading F&I provider to the retail automotive industry. For over 50 years, our philosophy hasn't changed. For us to provide the best products and services, we need total control over every part of our business. From R&D to manufacturing to claims administration, we do everything in-house. We're committed to introducing the best quality products to the market. And recently, through our partnership with Kix Global, we're able to bring the Kix Locate Theft Recovery System to dealerships across Canada. This covert device can be used within your dealership to track, maintain, and safeguard your assets. No wires, no monthly fees, just full protection. It's this kind of commitment that has made Diamond Coat Canada's most trusted warranty providers for all automotive dealers, manufacturers, and customers. To find out more about our new anti-theft products and programs, visit diamondcoat.com. That's diamondcoat.com to get started. Diamond Coat, we've got you covered. And Fiorani says that out includes Stellantis removing all product, not just new product, out of Windsor, meaning the minivan could be built elsewhere or not be built at all. They they could move it to a, another plant. They have a few underutilized car plants. Removing the minivan altogether would focus on the larger Jeeps, the Dodge Durango, other vehicles that are going to make more money than a minivan. So they could easily step away from the, from the minivan market, the market which they built in you know 40 years ago. While Fiorani said the minivan remains a profitable vehicle, it's one that faces a shrinking market. He explained what exactly the minivan now finds itself up against. The benefits of a minivan are irrefutable. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing else carries seven passengers and in as fuel efficient a package as a minivan. That said, minivans have always had this soccer mommy image to them mm-hmm. and it's it's hard for uh for the such a good product as the uh, pacifica to shake that that past uh buyers just think of them as family haulers and not as adult vehicles um over the last 10 years or so a number of really, really good three-row crossovers have come out. And with a trendier image to them, they have taken away market share from minivans. Stellantis, though, blamed the ongoing semiconductor shortage and COVID-19 pandemic for slumping sales and the reasons it had to cut a shift in Windsor. The, the conspiracy theorist would say that uh, COVID and the semiconductor issue has given an excuse to any automaker who wants to uh, slow production, close a plant, or eliminate a product. Do you believe Minivans in that? Minivans are very important to Stellantis. I, I, I believe it is a good excuse if an automaker wanted to use it. Okay. I Fair don't much. have proof that anyone has used it yet. Whatever reason Stellantis settled on to cut minivan output, it will likely never return to three shifts, or even two, of minivan production in Windsor. 
they need another product in that plant to sustain the plant. Enter Ontario Premier Doug Ford and his majority conservative government. On Monday, while speaking to reporters in Windsor, he promised to give Stellantis financial aid to keep building vehicles, including the minivan, in Windsor. Here's what he had to say. Right right now, I, unfortunately, I can't give you the exact dollar figure. It's in the hundreds of millions between ourselves and the, the federal government. Stellantis knows that. But what I do promise is once we all come out and announce it, I'll give you every single uh, penny and the details, what's involved. I just, unfortunately, I can't, uh, can't do that until Stellantis is ready to make the announcement. Ford said his government is committed to a green auto industry. We're going to continue pouring money into the auto sector and we will be the number one manufacturer of electric vehicles, any jurisdiction in North America and uh, everyone's ramping up and no matter if it's Slantis, Ford, GM or, or Toyota and Honda, uh, they're all going down that avenue. And that might not be the only fork in the road Ford chooses to explore. He went so far as to pledge assistance to any company that wants to make electric vehicle batteries in the province. Why not make batteries here? I keep, uh, you know, mentioning these batteries from day one. Uh, we, we have all the, the natural resources. Uh, we have the lithium. Uh, we have the nickel. We have the cobalt. Uh, folks, everything is here. We don't need to bring uh, these batteries in from overseas. We have everything here. On top of that, we have the, the best workforce anywhere in the world. I'll put our, our folks up against anyone. We have an incredible, incredible team across this province, and we have some of the best uh, people right here in Windsor-Essex. So we're, we're excited. We need to uh, get things moving, and any any people out there that are, are listening that want to expand in Ontario, especially the battery business, we'll be at your front doorstep, and we'll be ready to make a deal with you. That does it for this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, have a suggestion, or simply want to comment, email me at glayson at autonews.com. And remember, you can listen to all our previous podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, or on our website. Just click the podcast tab at the top of the homepage. That's all for now. We hope you'll join us next time. So long, everybody.